Shalom family. I am your host, Anita Armstrong, and you are listening to Exercising Your Faith, a ministry founded on teaching love through stretching your faith with scriptures from the word. Our hope is to walk beside you to his victories here on earth. We encourage you to get connected and find out the ins and the outs of who we are and what we have been called to do. Amen. So how's everybody doing? We're already in our ninth month of the year. We're in September and we are going strong, pushing forward. Our eye is on the prize and God is leading the way. I have another question for you, actually. So what have you currently been reading? Besides your Bible, of course. I know for me, I was just fumbling around looking, you know, I'm a word nerd looking at research and and whatnot. And I ran across this really awesome article from Focus on the Family. And what they're doing is on October the 7th, they're hosting a Bring Your Bible to School Day. And th- this is really awesome because you're planting seeds in our in our young people. And it's in a gentle, it's, it's, it's just in a loving way. It's not, you know, it's not anything against the rules or anything like that. And so all they're doing is they're inviting um, students and families to get involved by bringing their Bible to school that day. And this includes college students, high school students, um, K all the way through 12th grade. If you are a student, and you want to you want to stand up and 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 have your voice in a in a subtle way. You're not breaking the rules. You bring your Bible to school, and it's going to cause conversation. I promise you, it's going to cause conversation. I've read the reviews, you know, on on some people who are pro for you know who are for it and who are against it. The pros and cons of it, I've read, and I encourage you to go look up the link and read about it yourself. So last year. There was over 500,000 students who participated. I'm excited to see how that number is going to grow. It said over 500,000. So I'm believing in God and I'm going to say double that God, double that. There are more families and more um, students who are getting involved with this movement of Christ back into our everyday lives, not just back into schools, but back into our everyday lives. There's youth and young people all over the world doing awesome things for the Lord. And so focus on the family. Their hope is to encourage students and families to read and treasure the Bible. And and if you're like me and you've seen other people, they're kind of nosy, right? So um, so what's going to probably happen is that people are going to see these students bringing their Bibles to school and it's going to cause conversation. And you know I'm all about godly conversation and planting seeds for those who are watching. That's an awesome opportunity for ministry right there. Amen. So check that out. That is Focus on the Family and it's called Bring Your Bible to School Day. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the word that Miss Dolores Terrell has for us today. I'm excited about what she's going to be bringing to the table. So let's go ahead and listen in. Good morning. The sun is risen and so have I. And when I tell you I feel good, I feel good. Because when you work up in the morning and realize that you are seeking God when you first wake up, not seeking Facebook, not seeking emails, not seeking Instagram, not seeking TikTok, but you're seeking Jesus seeking the Lord and the Savior, you're allowing the Holy Spirit to penetrate your soul. 
you are seeking a higher power. It's like when we put our focus on what's above in heaven, and don't worry about these things that are so much going around in the world, and realize that you are whole, that you're not broken in pieces, and that God will hold you in the palm of his hand, and he will guide you in a way that you never thought you'd be going. That's powerful. We got to know from where our help comes from, which it comes from the Lord. So it's just like I just feel so good this morning, and it's like God is advancing me. He is advancing me in my walk with him. And I just speak on what I know, speak on things that has been done in my life, and I just witness and testify to him. And I just think back over my life, and especially these last several years, you know, and it's not about things so much, but God wants you to be happy. He loves us, and he's going to demonstrate his love through his actions. And vice versa, if we love him, we're going to allow him to use his power and not try to use our power. We're going to use his might and not our might. It's just like I've been talking about what is your next relinquishing control. Some people are under construction. You know, we got to allow God to reveal things. You know, what would we be willing to tell about what he has revealed? If you don't have any results about what God has done for you, it's going to be hard to pull some of the people in and out of the world to believe in the God that you serve, that you said so powerful and so mighty and so significant and so amazing. you got to let people know that God is who he say he is. And I have gone when God has spoke to me and to make a purchase that was out of my realm as far as my finances. And I've talked about this briefly before, but I'm just going to testify about this. You talking about something called five, excuse me, something that's six figures. And you look on the internet on one night and you've already prophesied that God can do it during a pandemic. You pick up the call, the phone to make a call the next day. And you tell this person that God told you this? Do you know how crazy you sound? And you know you don't even have the means to pay for it? And you're looking at your little income that you're making, and you know already it's out of your realm. But see, I don't go on what I can do. I listen to God's voice, and I let him tell me through the Holy Spirit when I'm supposed to make a move. And if you be patient and let go of what you think you can do and be obedient and listen to his instruction God is going to do it for you and I told the guy on the phone he called me that afternoon and said you have been denied I, but he said this particular person approved you I had great credit I just had the numbers didn't match up I told him on the phone the numbers are not going to match up but this is what my heavenly father told me to do and when you walk in boldness and confidence and from god's word and what he has put down inside of you when he tell you to make a move and he give you the strength 
and the encouragement to tell somebody what you're going to do and you don't even know how it's going to be done, I'm not basing that on me. I'm basing that on him. When you put it in the ball in his court, for lack of terms, to make it make it more sense, make it relatable, when you put the ball in his court, I ain't got to worry about what I expect because I already know what he expects. I'm expecting some results, but I know his expectancy is a higher lot is a lot higher than mine. So when you let go and focus on him and on what his word says and what he can do, and you keep the faith and in the results of the work, I'm doing it. Because I'm running a home-based business. I'm listening to what he's saying. I'm putting out his messages. I put myself on the back burner. I'm walking in the Holy Spirit right now. Because I have got to be a person that's going to allow you to see what God can do. God has so much more on this earth for us. If you focus on your assignment, your purpose, and be committed, you don't have to worry about all that other stuff. When I talk on the phone to somebody at midnight, to almost midnight, and they constantly telling you, wow, wow, oh, I want that relationship. But like I said, you got to, may have to endure some things to get here. But I'm in my 50s. But it's never too late. You just got to make a decision and choose God. Just choose God. Because we sit and wonder how people do this, how people do that, how people do that. Some of that stuff is so easy. It's so easy. It's attainable. It's attainable. But I don't worship things. I worship God. But I serve a big God. And he's going to give me some of the desires of my heart. And when I tell you God is working on something, he is working on something. It's mine blowing it's almost like a jack like a um jack in the box kind of thing it's just like it's gonna top you're gonna wind it up and he's gonna jump out the box and it's gonna be so big you're gonna be like awestruck i'm just saying that's how far and how big it is and technology allow you to do so much but we want this instantaneous gratification you got to let some stuff brew some stuff simmer some stuff steam you got to allow God to work within your soul and he's going to only give you what you can handle if you can't handle it you ain't ready for it so what are you ready for like I indicated a couple of weeks ago he's going to reveal some stuff in your life but can you handle what he's going to reveal can you testify to what he's going to reveal by giving a testimony? You have no idea what you have down inside of you. If you would search your soul, take some time and figure out how do you want to make a contribution to society? How do you want to contribute to the walk of being faithful? Allowing people to get to know God through your experiences. And our own experiences sometimes can give a person insight and hope and a desire and the mindset of wanting more. 
Because again, wholeness, completion, unbroken, that's very, very meaningful. And be content with being you and seeking God. Not at somebody else's level, at your own level. You got to start somewhere. You don't go out and start at the finish line. You got to go back to the start before the race even begins. You got to go back to where the race starts. You don't be at the finish line when you first start. You got to get to the finish line. So figure out whatever mechanism, whatever paradigm, whatever motivational point, whatever level, whatever it is to help you to figure out how you can get the desire the relationship the mindset to set yourself on things above but at the same time focusing on God because as long as you do what has been put down in your spirit or what your assignment is get an alignment with what God has for you to do you'll be amazed because see you're putting your desires as far as what you can contribute or what you control. If you make a certain amount of money, you know you should be able to get a certain amount of things. Or whatever, if you do a certain, like if you go to the store, you know if you have $1,000 and I want to spend $500 and all the bills have been paid and all that kind of stuff, I don't have to worry about it. I can pay it and don't feel like I'm not going to have enough money. But when you set your power aside and allow God to control his power, your whole mindset's going to change because it's like, you know what? Only way I'm going to get this way is going to have to be God or some type of provision that he's going to supply me with. So again, this has been a lot for me, but I had to stop what I was doing and come and deliver this message because God has me on a, I feel like I'm on a racetrack and my momentum is getting faster and faster. And I don't know when it's going to slow down, but it, right now, it's just going faster and faster and faster. And I'm just trying to make it relatable. I hope somebody can get it. I'm not trying to use big words. I'm not trying to use all these different um, ways of trying to make you understand things, all these different metaphors. I'm trying to make it plain and simple. And again, just be patient. Endure. And know that the results are on the way. You can have the results that you want, but your mindset should be, what can I do to impact the world based on what God has shown me? and how God can use me. So again, take it, allow it to penetrate your soul, and see how you can exercise your faith and see what you come up with. And hey, let us know. This email address that Miss Armstrong gives you all the time. Give us some feedback. Again, we're family. We're going to make this thing work together. It ain't about me. It's about the kingdom. So be blessed. Allow yourself to give God thanks, give Him praise, and be grateful for whatever He has done in your life.
good or bad, be grateful because it's going to turn around. I love y'all. Bye. Amen. Amen. Good word, woman. Good word. Oh, my goodness. So go off of God's power when you move forward. When you move, when, when even if you are planning or, or you have an idea or whatever, don't move until God moves you. Go off of God's power when you move forward and watch him work it out for you every single time. Just like she spoke about the purchase she made and the testimonies that have come in that I've shared with you, the testimonies that I've shared with you, testimonies of people you know that I don't know, that we don't know, but that's in your life that you've come in contact with. Watch him work it out for you. He's not a respecter of persons. He's not going to do it for one and not the other. So when you move, make sure that you're moving on God's power. So it sounds like you guys have some homework. So go ahead and get your notes out and be sure to reflect back into the message to answer the questions that our co-host, Mr. Lois Terrell, has asked you. God is calling you forward to be the salt of the earth. Just like in Matthew 5 and 13, when you go and you read that, when he's talking about the salt, the salt has value. You are valuable. He's talking about you. You are the salt. I'm the salt. We are the salt. So you are valuable. You are needed. You are important. You are loved. And you are a kingdom's child. Until next time, Shalom.